Hello friends, you're all welcome to today's episode of Truth Talk with Alex. Thank you so much for your support and God bless you as you listen to today's message. Greetings to you all. You're welcome to another episode. And today we're going to talk about love. What is love? And you know, if I were to ask you what love is, I'll probably get an answer like this. Love is an expression. Some may say it is a feeling. You know, others may say it's got to do more with gestures other than words or feelings or promises. You see, in our daily lives, we exhibit love. I mean, we are all surrounded by love, by love from our friends and our families. You know, when we exhibit love to our families, you know, we term them as our loved ones. So our loved ones could be our friends, our families around us. Some might be their jobs, you know, some might be their colleagues and so on. So, So what is love? You see, with all the endearments, with all the actions, with all the expressions around us, and even occasions to celebrate love, you know, February 14, <laughs> we're still daunted by this question, what is love? Why love? And that is the question we're here to answer today. You see, the world has its definition of love. Or what love should feel like or what love should look like we see it in our movies in our stories in music in all-round entertainment but the world sees love a certain way as a transaction in, in, in a transactional state that is what the world of love feels like transactional in the means that it is kind of love where you need to show love in order to get something in return love has become polluted and filthy polluted and filthy and it has become something where instead of love we are now expressing lust lust coated with envy jealousy coated with all manner of pride coated with trust issues because you see when we exhibit this kind of love we paint a big canvas of who we are as role models or as as a father or as a boyfriend or as a husband you know we are all human we make mistakes and so when we make these mistakes we disappoint those that look at us with high esteem those people that look at you and say you love me but why are you still beating me up? You know, you love me. Why do you still cheat on me in our relationship? You know, you love me. Why do you lie to me? You, you've broken my trust. So we've got these trust issues. Even when love is proclaimed, no matter how many flowers you buy, there's still that time where you don't gain the trust of your of your spouse or of of the uh, of your friend or the person you have a relationship with so there's this trust issues there's this love coated with trust issues and it's quite unfortunate 
that we take these trust issues also to God. Yeah, we take these trust issues to God. We don't go to his feet and go with a broken and a contract heart and just pour out everything to God. You know, we want to love God 25%. You know, we want to tell him 25% or 15% of, of what we're feeling. We don't go and tell him 100% because our heart has been broken. Has your heart been broken so much that you can't even recognize the pieces anymore? I'm here to tell you, God loves you and he sees every tear you cry. Every tear that runs down from your eyes, God sees them. Remember, he knows the number of hair on your head. He knows the number at the molecule of tear. Every molecule of tear, he knows and he counts them. He sees your heart more than you recognize your heart. He knows. So, why do we exhibit these trust issues towards God? Why is it that we don't see it as a normal thing to go to God in prayer? You know, the first, the first reaction we get, we just run away from God. Because our idea of love has been coated, has been filtered, has been polluted by what we experience and what we show to one another. So it has become transactional. You know, a, a boy wants to um, profess his love for the um, for a girl in order to get something in return. But that is not what the kind of love God asks us to practice. That's not the kind of love that fills your heart when you receive Christ. You know, First Corinthians chapter thirteen talks about love. What love is? Love is patient. Love is kind. You know, forbearing one another. And we don't see that today in our society. It is dying and dying and dying slowly. It is going out. For the church of Christ, we are called to bring this love, love to one another, loving our neighbors, loving loving those people around us, our communities, building that trust back to the glory of God. So there is a there is a term from a book written by Gary Chapman called The Five Love Languages. So basically, the whole idea is to know different ways people receive love from other people. So there are five, lo- and five love languages, five languages of love. Um, they are words of affirmation, you know, quality time, receiving gifts, acts of service, and physical touch. So basically, Words of affirmation means you know, expressing verbal compliments or words of praise and appreciation to someone. Some people feel loved when they get words of affirmation from their, their loved ones. You know, words of appreciation and expressing your, your compliments you know, towards them and how much you appreciate it. And people feel loved when you spend quality time with them, giving someone your undivided focus attention while some people feel loved when they receive gifts from you you know gifts as a symbol of love and affection some um, completing tasks and actions you know an act of service shows that you love them you know carrying out favors for them shows that you love them while some people through physical touch 
no like hugs and kisses that is how love people feel love receive love from people around them quality time gifts acts of service physical touch words of affirmation now where in the course of history are these five love languages spoken fluently you see we look for these five qualities in man and we are disappointed every time sometimes you want to spend quality time but you know work got our attention you know you're too tired to relate with your with your friends or with your loved ones you know yeah you, you want to give gifts but sometimes you're restricted by money <laughs> you know um, you, you want to carry out favors but sometimes things do not work out how you expect them to go out so you end up disappointing people you've promised you know sometimes you want to touch your loved ones but you're bridged by distances sometimes you want to you want to say words but the words don't come out you know there's so many times you want to just say something but it doesn't come out you know you, you say the wrong things but where in the course of history do these five languages go out spew out fluently into the hearts of men I'll direct you to the cross of Calvary where Jesus Christ hung on that Calvary tree embodied these words of love to the whole human race the kind of love that cannot be quantified the kind of love that cannot be understood that is God's love in the purest form you see God's love is pure it is sacrificial and sincere it's truest form there's no buts there's no maybes there's no transaction in place there's no condition for God's love God loves everyone every person that's ever existed God loves them he loves you too his love is genuine uncontaminated pure love for you he loves you and that is why the writer says when I survey the wondrous cross on which the Prince of Glory died, my richest gain I count but loss and poor contempt on all my pride. Forbid it, Lord, that I should boast, save in the death of Christ my God, all the vain things that charm me most, I sacrifice them to his blood. See from his head, his hands, his feet, sorrow and love flow mingle down. Did e'er such love and sorrow meet? Or thorns compose so rich a crown where the whole realm of nature mine that were an offering far too small love so amazing so divine demands my soul my life my all it's in the cross the cross where Christ died for you and for me where his love spewed out from his blood his love spewed out from that cross salvation full and free it demands your soul and mine. It demands your life and mine. It demands all that we have because he has paid it all on that cross. That is love. Sacrificial and pure. Without conditions. Words of affirmation. Time. Gifts. Service. Touch. We are all exhibited by our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ in its perfect form. On that cross, 
He spoke the words, Father, forgive them for the name of what they do. Out of love, he asked the Almighty God to forgive those that pierced him, those that crucified him. A gruesome death goes beyond hanging on the tree. A study showed that all the injuries, the effect, what killed Christ wasn't just hanging. His body, his organs, everything inside of him was fighting himself. Multiple cardiac arrests, blood clothing here and there. All of this is recalls to his father and said, Father, forgive them for the name of what they do. Time in his ministry, wherever he went, wherever he went on earth, Jesus Christ embodied pure love. For everywhere he went, his love was received. In all his miracles, his healings, his teachings, his love went forth with compassion into the hearts of men. He gave us the gifts of salvation on the cross, where all can come unto him and be saved. You see, the, the plan of God towards us is not for us to perish, for us to, to, to die. Christ came, he died so we could sleep in him. He came and he gave us the gifts of salvation, that whoever fix their eyes on Christ, whoever receives him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. John 3, 16, For God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever receives him shall not perish, but have ever everlasting life. That is the promise of God to us through the gifts of salvation, that his own righteousness saves man, not our righteousness. For our righteousness is like a filthy rag unto the Lord. But when we have the righteousness of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ by accepting the gifts on the cross of Calvary our righteousness becomes pure becomes as Christ the service remember the miracle remember the miracle in the wedding the very first miracle Christ did on earth where he went to a wedding a place of joy a place of celebration you know, celebrating love, you know, people getting married, a place of joy and celebration. Sorrow was creeping in, but Christ turned water to wine. He made that, that brought sorrow into joy. That is his service. He turns every sorrow, every pain, every trouble, he turns it into everlasting joy. when he was with his disciples before he was going to, to be crucified he was with them christ took a bowl of water and started washing the feet of his disciples he was a servant leader humble and meek it's touch when you receive christ on that cross it touches your heart like no man can touches your heart like nothing can a joy everlasting not the pleasure the, the, the eternal story you know pleasure 
last for a short time. You could have pleasure of five minutes, ten minutes. Probably you just want to contract your 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 ecstatic, you know, for, for like five minutes, for like ten minutes. But the joy of the Lord is not attached to any material thing. The joy of the Lord comes from Christ Himself. It dwells inside. His joy propels you to love like you've never loved before. His joy propels you to go at arm's length to bring smiles and joy to the lives of others. See the book of 1 John chapter 3 verse 18 says, Let us not love with words or speech, but with actions and in truth. Let us not love with words or speech, but with actions and in truth. Our love that goes beyond words or speech, our love that goes with actions must go in the truth. And the truth is Jesus Christ. What is love? God is love. Why love? Because God so loves you that he gave his only son. Because it is only through Christ we can have love and give love in its purest form. Have you accepted Christ today? Have you allowed Him to be the reason for your existence? Have you allowed Him to be the propeller of love in your life? Because I tell you this, He cannot give love except you have love. He cannot give the love of Christ except you have the love of Christ in your own life. Why don't you let him in? Are you still having trust issues with God? Are you still having trust issues with people around you and you prepare it to God? Are you still restricted by the, the works of people that claim they love you? That you cannot allow God's love to rule your life? It is time to, to embrace the love of God because he first loved you before you love him God loves you he loves you so much more than you can ever imagine he loves you he wants the best for you he wants the best for you in your health he wants the best for you in your relationship he wants the best for you in your career he wants the best for you the best for you in your daily lives, in your relationship with people around you. He wants the best for you because he loves you. Because he came to this earth to die for you. If you were the only person on earth, Christ would still die for you. Because he didn't despise the cross, he would not despise you. He would not run away from you. He will not abandon you because he loves you. So, it is allow the love of God to come in. And how do you allow the love of God to come in? It's by opening our hearts to God, to his word, studying the word of God, meditating on the word of God, because his word brings peace, it brings healing, it brings love, 
it brings everything that there is that is good. You know why? Because he is the good God. He is the good God. So, my friends, it is time to allow the love of God to rule your life. The love of God in you can propel you to heights that you can never ever imagine you could attain. The love of God in you will make you live peaceably with all men. It does not attract any form of evil. It spews out goodness. It spews out goodness. If you look at our world today, it is crying out for love. Not misplaced love. Not love that is bounded with trust issues. No, it's crying out for love in its purest form. And God is waiting for you to practice that love. But first, she needs to allow him, allow his love into your heart. And together, we'll make this world a better place. We'll make this world a place that is full of love, full of love of God. May the Lord bless his word. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May he shine his face upon you and give you peace. Amen. Thank you.